0: Hey everyone, here at the Endure It! Podcast, our main focal point is to share our stories. We want to be real, authentic, honest, and encouraging. So many of us are facing hard challenges. Life is hard, and it requires us to endure many, many difficulties. We desire to speak truth in the valley to point you towards the mountaintop. The most fulfilling and effective way to do that is to share scriptures from the Word of God. The Word of God is a living book. When you read the scriptures, they change you on the inside. They become alive in your soul. The Bible is called the living word. We read it and it comes alive. It meets us where we are. John chapter 15. I am the true vine. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you so that you will love one another. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, Therefore, the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. But all these things they will do to you on account of my name because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have been guilty of sin, but now they have no excuse for their sin. who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. And you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. I wanted to encourage you with these scriptures today. And I I find it interesting that Jesus is talking about the vine and the branches. And this was something that the disciples, I'm sure, were very familiar with, because vineyards were uh, such an important part of the, you know, basic life and, and the economy of Israel. If you go and look at pictures of vineyards in the Holy Land, you will see that these vineyards, these vines are beautiful. They're strong and thick, and these branches, they grow off of the vine, can't be easily snapped off. I don't know about you, but in my mind, I think of the grapes at the grocery store and how we can just pull a branch off or pull a stem off and give it to someone and and share your grapes rather easily. But these particular vines in the Holy Land in Israel, these vines are thick and strong, and it's very difficult for a person to walk up and break off a branch without really injuring the the vine itself this would be a hard thing to separate and it gives a an encouraging picture of our relationship with Christ and how he describes this as he is the true vine everything outside of him is is simply an imposter he is the true vine and we are The branches, and he's describing here that it's important that we abide in him, and therefore he abides in us because a branch all by itself is not going to survive, it's not going to produce fruit. And I just want to encourage you the way these scriptures hit me today was it it caused me to stop and think about my life. Am I producing fruit for the glory of God. I know we as humans, we we have a tendency to be um, glory hogs. We love the spotlight. We love recognition. We love feeling as if we've accomplished something. And because of ourself is, is the reason why we were able to achieve a certain goal or a certain career, whatever the case may be, we have a tendency to be glory hogs. And it's just this beautiful, gentle reminder that apart from Him, apart from the true vine, which is Christ, we can't accomplish anything, anything meaningful, anything that produces spiritual fruit that actually lasts into eternity and that actually brings glory to God, not ourselves, but to our Creator, which is why we were made. You know, there's people in the world that are not saved, they're not Christ followers, and they depend on this world system for their substance, and they are connected to the world's system. But he tells us here in these scriptures that the believers, we depend on Jesus Christ for our existence. We depend on the true vine to really accomplish what we have been created to do in order to bring glory to God. We have this relationship with Christ that's that's living. I mean, you think about the things the, the things that he used to describe the relationship. It's the body of Christ, you know, the bride and the groom. You have the vine and the branches. You have the the sheep and the shepherd. There's all these beautiful descriptions that he uses To help show us our dependency, our true dependency is really on Him. And apart from Him, if we're not abiding in Him, we can produce nothing. And it's a major message here that the goal of abiding in Christ, the goal here being a branch on the true vine is to produce much fruit In the very first verse, it says, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. This verse brought me to tears because I was having a really rough day the other day and just dealing with some scenarios that were draining. And I found myself just going out to the front porch and just having a a silent cry and just collecting my thoughts and and trying to redirect myself. And when I came back in after a, a little while, I feel like this is where he led me to read, and I was just immediately encouraged with these scriptures because sometimes we can feel like everything is so painful around us. Everything is so difficult around us, and it begins to drain us of our joy and drain us of our our confidence in Christ, and that's where I found myself forgetting for a few moments, hey, I don't have to fret because... I am a branch that is connected to this beautiful vine that is Christ, this resource, this person that I'm connected to. And it just, it flooded my soul with fresh hope and fresh joy that we're abiding in him and he's abiding in us. And in those moments of feeling just defeat in certain areas, he just stepped in with a gentle reminder, hey, I am the true vine, you're the branch, and my father is the vine dresser. And I just pictured in my mind this beautiful scene of God tending to this, this vine and caring for these branches and pruning as these scriptures tell us that his father prunes the vine. He is the vine dresser. That's the person that tends to the care of the vine and looks after it and prunes and Cuts away, and that can be a painful process. But let me ask you this is there ever another time where the vine dresser isn't closer to you than when he's pruning, when he's removing things that are possibly hindering the quality and the quantity of the fruit that he is seeking? I hope this encourages you because. I felt so close to him in that moment. I had made myself feel somewhat isolated, but was quickly reminded that he is there and there is this living relationship that is going on and those branches cannot be easily ripped from that vine. There is a strong foundational holding there. We we can't produce life outside of the vine. It's the vine that produces life to us. And I think that when we really, really understand that, that we are just branches <laughs> on the vine that is Christ, all attention goes to the vine, and rightly so, it, we we can discover our true. we are truly weak. We are dependent on that vine. And the moment we try to self-sustain, the moment we try to live Without the vine, we can quickly remind ourselves that apart from him, we can do nothing. And that is the truth. That's that's the truth. So how do we focus on producing fruit? How do we make ourselves available to Christ? How do we stay faithful to Christ in the pruning and the cutting away of things that, in the grand scheme of things... How do we stay faithful when he prunes things that are extremely painful and we don't understand why, but we have to trust the vine dresser that eventually one day we'll be able to look back and say, I, this all makes sense. I I can see the beautiful thing that you were doing in my life in order to produce good quality fruit. Well, what is, what is required of us to abide in Christ? We know that this, this includes studying His Word. This includes spending time in prayer. This includes spending time worshiping Him and, and focusing on Him and His, His glory and the wonderful things that He's done for us and does for us every single day. Confessing our sins when we mess up, when we're wrong going to him and confessing and repenting and allowing him to strengthen us in those weak areas, just being in communion with him, having this beautiful relationship. You know the pruning process is the most important process for vineyards to produce good quality crops of grapes specifically. It's the most important part. And the people that carry out these particular jobs, they have to be well-trained in what they're doing, how they're looking at the vine, what they're cutting away. You know, if they cut too much or they cut the wrong spot, it can, it can jeopardize the branch and, and partially the vine itself. Otherwise, they can, <laughs> they can cause things to have to be destroyed. They can actually ruin the crops they have to know how much they're going to cut and from what side they're going to cut i mean this is a this is serious business i love how my commentary book describes it as if the branches could speak they would confess that the pruning process hurts but they would also rejoice that they will be able to produce more and better fruit so sometimes even even fruit that's mediocre good is cut off in order to produce fruit that has the exceptional quality. And we have to remember that it it takes, it it definitely takes time to produce good fruit. If you think about it, the branch is not eating the fruit, but who's eating the fruit? Others are eating the fruit. So we're not Growing fruit for ourselves or to please ourselves, but it's it's to serve others It's such a beautiful picture God uses us to produce fruit to serve other people in word and deed whatever it may be When we're witnessing to people or leading others to Christ or doing good deeds as we're growing in our relationship to Christ and and walking out holiness and uh, obedience I pray that you're encouraged by these beautiful scriptures that Christ used to describe to us this beautiful relationship that we are in as believers. We are abiding in Christ. We are fulfilling our spiritual disciplines. There's work on our part that has to be done. We don't just get saved and then sit, but we get saved and there is this Christian life that we walk out every single day and there's things that we have to do to, to stay spiritually fit. I love in verse 16 where he talks about you did not choose me but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the father in my name he may give it to you. These things I command you so that you will love one another these things that he's describing in chapter 15 they're not optional he clearly says these things i have commanded you so if we love christ and we're abiding in christ his words will be important to us and we will obey if we love him we will obey him so i encourage you to just do a self-evaluation it's it's what i do am i bearing fruit to the glory of god what am i doing with my life i encourage you to trust him seek him and go and bear fruit to the glory of god he very clearly encourages us starting in verse 18 that the world is going to hate us this is this is not our home. We are not sustained by the world's system. Those that are in the world, they are sustained through the world system. In a sense, it's definitely, it's not really a system that you can call being sustained. But the world loves its own. So those that are in the world, the world accepts. But for us, because Christ was rejected on earth, then why should we expect anything different if we follow Jesus. They're going to do the same to us. He basically describes that he's done signs and wonders that have not been done, and they still don't believe, and they actually hated him, so they've hated his father. But he promises that he will send the helper aren't you glad that he sent the holy spirit he sent a helper he sent the spirit of truth and you can look around in our world today and see that truth is lacking and it should just really comfort you that he sent the spirit of truth he sent a helper who proceeds from his father and he will bear witness about me so be encouraged he's in full control he is aware of all things and we can abide in him even in that pruning process that can be so incredibly incredibly painful i encourage you to abide in him abide in the only true vine